Hello, hi there. My name is Modani Dirangov and welcome to the Open Space Podcast where we talk about everything and nothing, exerting all things transparency. No, seriously, this is just an open space. Hi guys, welcome to the fourth episode. I am so excited that you're here, first of all, so thank you for tuning in. I know it's been a while, it's been it's been a minute. Um, My apologies for that because in episode three, I promised consistency and Guys, I have been trying, I have been trying, but hey, it gets hard and it gets tough. Um, Especially these past few weeks have been really crazy for me. So I've been doing a lot of procrastination, which is very, very wrong. However, guys, I am sorry. (laughs) I am so sorry for that. But here's a good news. Every bad thing has a good ending. So here's a good news. From this episode henceforth, you shall be receiving at least, at least, this is the much that I can promise, an episode every week. If not an episode every week, an episode every two weeks. And I shall be updating you on my Instagram. So follow this podcast on um, Instagram, which is at the Open Space Podcast. And my personal social media account, which is at Modoni Dirango. Simple. That's it. How are you doing? I hope you're okay. I hope you I hope you're safe. I hope you're healthy. So many things have been going on at this time. Um there's corona, first of all. There's this whole issue of racism. There's a lot of sexual harassment and rape. <sighs> Twitter can get toxic sometimes because well for me I receive most of my updates on Twitter. So um, I've been seeing so many things that have been happening and so many wrong things, so many wrong things. It makes me question what the hell is wrong with humanity. You know, I really think we need to reset 2020. I just hope that July is just chilling with some good vibes because we have had a rough year so far. But I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. I am trying to be hopeful and hoping for the best, honestly, because um, that's the least that I can do for myself to stay optimistic and to stay positive about everything. So I hope you do the same. Ah, episode three was hard. Episode three was tough. And if you haven't listened to episode three, please make sure that you listen to it. So episode three was all about um, street harassment, which um, trickled down to sexual harassment. So this past few weeks, rather this past few days, there has been a conversation on Twitter um, on sexual harassment and there's still this vibe from guys that it's still a woman's fault. This is from a woman's perspective. Well, guys still think that it's a woman's fault. What were you wearing? What were you doing with this guy? Why would you even allow this guy to come to your home? There's a lot of it is your fault kind of thing. You get what I mean? I feel like it's wrong. We shouldn't even be having this conversation in the first place to begin with. I like to imagine or i like to believe that when god created all of us he had this vision you know like he had this whole idea that we would live holistically as human beings that would love we would get to love each other we would always have each other's back you know that's what i like to believe i don't know why there's so much hate in this world there's there's so much strange things weird things that are happening and it's so depressing it's so devastating so please please be careful please be careful out there please teach your kids consent please 
teach your daughters and your sons consent. You know, most of the times when you talk about sexual harassment, street harassment, whatnot, we tend to blame it more on the guys. But let's just be honest. Even as chicks, we have our own two problems. So teach your kids consent. Let them know that a no means no. If I don't want to hug you, I don't want to hug you. If I don't want to shake your hand, I don't want to shake your hand. Like, let's just have these conversations with our kids when they're young. At least it creates and it builds a foundation for them when they're growing up. When they're faced with some um, issues in life, they know how to handle them. Because as a parent or as a guardian or as a society, because parenting can can also be societal. It doesn't have to be um, an individualistic um, responsibility. So with the values that we've already instilled in them, it will be easy for them to, you know, like navigate through life and just learn how to live with other people. Is that so hard, human beings? Is it? Now, a friend of mine reached out and she sent me a voice note. Her name is Tessie. Beautiful, beautiful Tessie reached out. <laughs> she's from Kenya. She's she's into PR. She's an amazing human being. So Tessie sent me a voice note. And I just wanted to give you guys feedback on um, the conversation that we had. So I'll just link that. I'll just link her voice note now. And then you can listen to it. And then we'll jump right into something else. Hi, Modani. I can't tell you on how many levels I relate. Uh, one, because I actually stopped running outside the estates because of instances where I couldn't just deal with the cat calling and I couldn't deal with um, the, you know, abnormal or uncomfortable reactions I was getting from um, guys outside and I felt unsafe and so I decided to run inside the estate. Um, so the only time I go out, I go with my sister or my brother and therefore I feel a bit um, safe, even if anything would happen to me. Um, security sometimes uh, comes in numbers, yeah. So I can totally relate and um, I think even how you went about sharing the info and how people can deal with it and how you can get more information is perfect, is great. That's part of her experience and everything that she's gone through. And, you know, enough of sexual harassment. The thing is, we should not even be having this conversation in the first place. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say because it's it's gross as it is. And we have so many things to think about other than you trying to force yourself on someone else. Let, let's just be human beings. Can we please... So these past few days, um, or these past few weeks rather, I've been thinking about this episode. So I'm so excited about this new series. It's called Brave and Bold. So this is pretty much um, a series of storytelling. So individuals will just be giving us their stories and telling us um, their brave and bold stories. And maybe we can just learn from them. So Brave and Bold will be looking at societal issues, just to name a few, maybe parenting, um, mental health, you know, all those societal issues that we have. So that's what it's going to be all about. And to begin with, I am proud of you, to be honest. I really am. Because you have picked yourself up. You dusted yourself off when no one really believed in you. Do you know how magnificent that is? You know, like trying to 
rebuild yourself and to become the best version of you. And um, for this one month or two month series, because I haven't really decided how long it will be yet, I just want you to know that you are doing so well as it is. You are trying and it'll pay off. I keep telling myself this, that it's okay not to have everything figured out. Just live your brave and bold self. You know, like you brave and live out your brave and bold story. Does that make sense? You're brave as it is. You're bold. You're beautiful. You have a beautiful soul. And the fact that you're still alive just proves that there's more to you than what is actually going on in your life. And some things just happen for a reason. I know it sounds very cliche, but it is. And just to begin with this series, I just thought it would be wise for me to give you my brave and bold story. So I think I mentioned this either in episode one or episode two. I really can remember. But remember when I mentioned about my job, me quitting my job? Honestly, that is the most brave and bold story that I have. Me letting go of something that was putting me down, you know, weighing me down and trying to rediscover myself and to evaluate what, reevaluate rather, what I really want to do with myself. Have I figured it out yet? No. But leaving my job or quitting my job was such a risk because, of course, there's money. Who doesn't love money? There's money involved. Um, there are bills that need to be paid. Of course, yeah, I live with my parents. However, there are some bills that I used to pay. And now I'm not doing that. I remember when I quit my job, when I resigned, um, I always tell myself, I didn't quit my job, I quit my boss. I had a really <laughs> mean boss and I'm not bad-mouthing. But I feel like um, your bosses or the management really needs to make the work environment or the workspace conducive for their employees. You know, like, let's just do away with toxic employers. Did I love my job? I did. Did I love my boss? Nope. That's it. That's why I quit my job because there was, there was so many things involved. And I have other brave stories that are too personal and I don't think this is the right time to share them. However, I am glad and I am blessed enough to have friends that surround me who have brave and bold stories who have gone through so much crap who have puzzled their lives back even after all the mess that has happened and for this episode for this episode i'd like to introduce you reese so Derek chris has been my friend since way way back um we went to the same primary school i think from class one to no, not class one, sorry, but from class four. I knew him when I was in class four. Class four to class six, same school. And then I switched schools. Then I went to boarding school. I left him. And then, as fate would have it, I met him in campus. And we have been the most inseparable couple, in quotes. <laughs> He's such an amazing guy with such an amazing heart and a beautiful, beautiful spirit. I have seen him grow. I have seen him become who he is. Man, this guy is fine as crap. Yeah, okay, fine. Free marketing, but it's true. Call a spade a spade. Dude is fine. Dude has a good spirit. He, his story makes him more beautiful. So here is Derek Chris's story. I really don't know how broad this topic usually is, but I know it covers a lot. 
In terms of aspects of depression, whether it affects your physical health, case scenario ulcers, acidity, migraines, headaches, you know, pressure and everything. So I remember my first time acknowledging that I had a problem with mental health. At first I thought, this is just, you know, something that usually happens to the weak. And at the point I was in my life, I kind of say, let me just say, passed through some ordeals in my teenagehood, also in my young adult's life. Um, let me revert you back to around 16 years. I guess that's the first time. Around 15, sorry. That was pretty much the first time that I had acknowledged that you know something was wrong. Because isolating myself from others, distancing myself, not wanting to eat, you know, mood swings all the time, very irritable. You know, it, it takes a toll on someone because you keep suppressing this pain, you keep suppressing this whole negative energy that you, know, you just don't want people to bother you don't people to give you any more crap than you're really facing. So around 15, I guess that's the first time, um, I developed gastritis at 15. And it wasn't easy, you know, then talking about it with someone, people would be like, you're still young, you know, such things shouldn't bother you, you don't have a house, you know. You know, those kind of African stereotypes that people or our parents or our seniors try to tell us. But then, you know, it, it just kind of kept eating me up until one day I just decided to open up to someone. Then I also went to hospital to find out I had gastritis, so it was a whole nother tool for me, you know. Taking that whole kit for three months is no joke. It, it is no joke. But then you see the problems escalated, they went on, whether it's personal problems or problems at school or, you know, just religious problems. At times you feel God. Are you really listening? Like, do you really want this from me? Why can't I just be happy and normal like the rest? Why must I have to go through this kind of ordeal? So, at that time, I was a battle between myself, my my soul, my mind, my religion, my God. So the second time happened when I was 16. This was actually pretty much the first time I tried considering other options to just know end the misery once and for all but uh, that's when my god came through because he said not today <laughs> boy not today you know so yeah but then you know it, it it makes you question like your purpose for this world am i really born into this world to just succumb to the negativity of others or succumb to the negativity of my weaknesses or am i born to stand out stronger and suppress my weaknesses and outbuild them with my strengths. So around 21 is when I took control of my life. I did a bit of um, psychiatric, um, psychiatric, sorry, psychiatric counseling and therapy in school. The very, very good lecturer who is still, we are still friends today. So it really helped me, it really helped me narrow my mind, really helped me focus my thinking and to determine it was I alone who had control over my destiny. Like, I alone have the strength to shape it into whatever form I want. And if I don't want any, you know, physical illnesses, or like ulcers, pressure, headaches, all of them, name them. I have had them. And I say this with pride because those are the things that I have worn and those are the things which have made me stronger today. 
So mental health is something that usually people don't talk about. People usually just suppress it. I mean, people consider it to be a white man's problem. It's not something we as Africans are supposed to be accustomed to. But then I add, add, you know, urge everyone to just, you know, just try and get out there, try acknowledge that if you have a problem, it's better to face it than to suppress it. It's also better to create awareness of it. Like I remember, I once went to Jaguar in Juja to give a talk about mental health. You know, just give my story, my whole ordeal, what I went to, what I went through to get myself out of it. At first, you know, <laughs> tough audience, tough crowd. So people are just there, like, you know, we like this, this things we don't know. But then you find out that students actually in university suffer the most. Especially, I found out people whose courses take a longer time, like six years, you don't know where to release all that pressure into. And if you're not careful, it can make you explode. So it's better to have like just sessions or breakthroughs in your life. Just take a break, take a breather. When, when you feel things are getting too hot, too cold, take a deep breath and remember that you, are, you alone are in control. So after the talk, uh, I actually was surprised that people started to listen. Because, you know, there are a lot of gory details that I don't get into. But people actually started listening. So, you know, then people started saying, how can we, you know, um, how can we reach out to someone? People started asking for advice and everything. And that actually kind of encouraged me because it made me feel like I have made an impact. Regardless of the small audience it was, I have made an impact to probably 50% of the people in the room. So... Mental health is just something we need to acknowledge. It's something we need to take serious and illness like any other. So it's, it's something that should not be taken lightly whatsoever. So that interview was done by WhatsApp. In case the audio is a bit low, you know, with this whole corona thing, social distancing thing, we had to get a way of doing this interview. Anyway, um, I am so proud of Riz and so proud of the father he's come. Um, especially because I have had my own struggle when it comes to mental health. I think when I was in second year, as I said, I was going through some things I, I'm not really ready to talk about at this point. And at that time, I was diagnosed with depression. And... Um, I went in for counseling, whatnot, but it's never the same. Well, that has always been my experience because there are times you're still in a funk and you need to get yourself out of that funk. And Riz was one of those people who would always get me out of that funk. And he'd always support my journey when it came to mental health because he's been there. He understood or rather at the time he would understand what I was going through. And Riz has battled it and he has he has come from far i know he has come from far and i'm so so thankful for the father he has come well depression can be more than a constant state of sadness or feeling blue so what i'm sharing right now i picked it up from the internet i like doing my research so when i come here i let you know what i have found from the internet and just share with you what i have um so some of the symptoms of depression, a switch of mood, such as anger, aggressiveness, irritability, anxiousness, restlessness. You are feeling blue and sad, hopeless, your behavior um, 
switches so there's loss of interest you no longer find pleasure in favorite activities you feel very tired thoughts of suicide drinking excessively using drugs engaging in high-risk activities um there is a reduced sexual desire and lack of sexual performance your cognitive abilities are affected you have the inability to concentrate difficulty completing tasks delayed responses during conversations your sleeping patterns and your body clock becomes trash so these restless sleep insomnia excessive sleepiness not sleeping through the night which is something that i really really experienced and anytime i find myself in a funk if there's something that shows me that i'm about to get into a funk or my mental health it's not okay my sleeping patterns will always show me that my body clock just switches i get insomnia i become so restless yeah so such things and then these um your physical well-being is affected so you have fatigue pains headache digestive problems for me it used to be a lot of constipation (laughs) i know imagine depression with constipation yeah imagine yeah yeah that's it that's all i can say but yeah so some of the depression causes include family history early childhood trauma your med um probably medical conditions drug use and about of about 21% of people who have a substance use problem also experience depression there are so many things you can find on the internet regarding depression or regarding this topic or your mental health i got this from i think a site called yeah www.healthline.com you can check it out and just learn more about depression and if you're in kenya there are a couple of um counseling centers that you can visit however i think i'll just mention maybe three that i have checked online and i have seen some really good reviews on them so there's befrienders kenya that you can check out there is amani counseling center which most kenyans or most guys in nairobi know about there is um masa home there's africa mental health foundation there are so so many um places where you can get help so in case you find yourself in such a situation please seek help and um i don't know if they're free counseling centers i'm not so sure but you can always call and then and then find out however you're not limited to this um centers only please seek help please seek help i know i have been there mental health can be crazy depression is hard especially when no one understands you it's hard so please do not bottle everything that you have or everything that you're experiencing within you just speak out google always has an answer to almost everything so please just check how you can support a family member who is going through depression a loved one a partner a friend whoever and how you can also help yourself when you if you're going through depression and that's it for this episode so be sure to check out our instagram page which is at the open space podcast shoot me an email if you need to and my email address is at the open space podcast at gmail.com what else my personal um social media accounts facebook instagram twitter is at modani tirango is there anything else really that i've left out oh yeah song of the week <laughs> i forgot how so a friend of mine i've been listening to his music for a while now like a month his name is nene he has amazing amazing songs and on this platform i just purpose to promote a lot of kenyan music so once in a while whenever i um whenever i listen to a song that i like i'll definitely put it up on 
this platform and share it with you guys maybe also a book because currently what i am reading is a book by i can't even remember the name of the guy but i'm reading stay with me it's by a nigerian author and it's an amazing an amazing book very well written um so the song of the week is ijuma i love this song it's different it hits really hard and i hope you enjoy so i hope to i hope to catch up with you guys on episode 5 also feel free to interact with me on on my dms and i'll be sure to share your responses on this podcast so thank you very much for tuning in thank you so much for listening thank you so much for just being you and just being brave and being authentic and sharing your brave and bold story remember you're brave and you're bold and no one can ever take that away from you see you in episode 5